five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Pwn Podcast. This is Chris Atlanteforce, the regular voice that comes in between your ears or through your car speakers because you're listening to the podcast with the windows down, beats singing at the stoplight. Joined virtually by Omni at Omni Stripe, but missing in action is Sam at another Sam Chan. Uh, he told us he was swamped or that he was stuck in a swamp. I'm not exactly sure, but either way, he's not here. Uh, Omni, what's new? Nothing much, just enjoying the break. Uh, about Sam, I think he's just enjoying the playoffs now in the NBA, but <laughs> who knows? Uh, what is the NBA you guys keep speaking of? Uh, national Baseball, my, I think it's Baseball Association. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Um, okay, so running joke, obviously, Chris doesn't like himself, the uh, the basketball. Not my thing. Uh, Even what? though you're pretty like in, in line with whatever the commissioner says. Okay, so As I <laughs> unprovoked too. I pay attention to all sort of sports, and I, I, I try to stay up on current events. So I have some understanding of what's happening. I just don't like basketball right now. It's it's dead to me. It's a principled uh, uh, understanding on my part. But uh, in the official Titans Discord, someone had said we need to support the Toronto Raptors. I'm like, oh, who is this Toronto Raptors team you speak of? And they're like, oh, it's NBA. And I'm like, what is this a basketball thing you speak of? Uh, you can obviously tell the listeners from the non-listeners of the podcast based on that one interaction alone. <laughs> yeah. And part of me wants to plug. Like, you know me. I, I don't miss an opportunity to self-plug the podcast and Ready, Set, Pwn. Uh, but I try to, you know, do it here and there, not like all the time. We'll take all the help we can get. So what I'm going to ask of you, our listeners, is anytime you see someone who doesn't get the inside jokes, because they don't listen to Ready, Set, Pwn. You need to tell them, listen to Ready, Set, Pwn. Don't tell them the joke. Tell them it's an inside joke, and they need to listen to the podcast. If every listener, if every listener were to get us one new listener, we'd have 10. <laughs> mm, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, the, the numbers add up. Oh, totally. And in, in fact, in reality, uh, I shared this with uh, Omni and Sam uh, earlier, uh, but uh, we've surpassed 3,000 downloads. Again, this is just blowing my mind that uh, your listeners uh, continue to tune in, continue to download, continue to provide us feedback. So please, you know, keep that up. It, it drives me to continue to want to produce content, especially in this long Overwatch League break. So before we jump to the payload, let's talk a little bit about what we're getting into. It was the All-Star Week. Again, week, two days, week. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. The Titans made some videos. Uh, a couple of Titans want to be endorsed. Uh, we got all sorts of stuff going on in the league itself. Uh, we've got some moves. We've got air fresheners. We've got a patch. So let's go straight to the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. Truth be told, Omni, did you watch the All-Star week? Uh, some of it I did. Definitely. I was like having it in a monitor that I paid uh, not not all my attention went to it, but definitely when when uh, games were happening, I kind of tuned in. I had the audio on uh, anytime uh, things were happening. I kind of peeked at it. It was pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of downtime, but a lot of uh, great moments as well. I liked it. I liked it. Definitely an improvement over last year's. 
See, I didn't watch last year, so I can't speak to whether or not it's an improvement or not this year's, but I didn't watch a whole lot of this year's either. Yeah, well, th- there was a lot. Definitely, it felt more like uh, a celebration, and we got to see a lot of the characters behind the players and behind the, the you know, the great professional play. We saw um, them included in some of the face cams that were, uh, you know, uh, featured extensively during the broadcast. So I liked seeing... Uh, uh, other players coming up on stage and making faces behind uh, the guys who were playing, for example, in the Widow 1v1, which was quite of uh, one of the favorite events for me in, in this uh, All-Star. Yeah, there were uh, plenty of good moments. We had uh, a few hilarious interviews as well uh, with Bumper. That was pretty nice. The The one event that I actually enjoyed was the talent takedown. Um, one, it reinforced how not bad I am at the game. Hmm. Like that doesn't mean I'm that good. It just means I'm not as bad. We're just um, human, human. Unlike, uh, I'm, some of the I'm, players. I'm not Bren. I'm no Bren. I can't go one V one a pro. That was super impressive. I was surprised. With his he had like points. what? 30 something percent critic accuracy in that game. He was leaps and bounds above the rest of the talent. Oh, and you you look at you look at Bren's face during the the one v one that he uh, <laughs> he was in. He was taking it serious, like he he was he was in the zone. And when he got that second kill, uh, you might as well just give him the uh, the Stanley Cup. Because, I mean, uh, uh, wouldn't you? Like going up against like a real pro, even though a gesture is not like maybe not not a widow uh, aficionado, but still a pro. Most of them are like godlike aim. Even if you're, I don't know, a Lucio player pro, you definitely can even hit a shot against like a regular player like Bren. So whenever you got those picks, it's it was incredible to see. Props. The uh, the rest of the the show matches, um, I, you know, it was it was fun to see uh, the you know the players themselves just have a good time, uh, poke fun at each other. This new uh, bromance between Super and Bumper is still. <laughs> Stoke and hot. Um, I do have a question though. Did you did you see Slime pop off in the All Support match? Oh, definitely Slime. You know he reminds me kind of like uh, it's an it's a really an old name. It was really popular. DSP Stanky when we had uh, Overwatch blow yeah. up on Twitch. There was this one Reddit Lucio who was insane. He came off of uh, consoles, so he kind of made Lucio sexy in a way. Nobody like ever thought that a Lucio might pop off, so he did all those highlight plays. And Slime is really reminding me of that a lot. He's super aggro. You'll never see him touch the ground. The floor is lava to him, so it'll just flies around will boop a few people then he will progress so basically a 3k for a lucio is something quite unheard of but the slime is able to do them pretty consistently especially in a pro setting while this was not really maybe a pro a semi-pro setting in the all-stars it was pretty nice to see him definitely uh, carry his team that was actually one another game that i really enjoyed watching the the six uh, uh supports yeah it was nice to see our boy kind of win that match the uh, the match that I did get a good chuckle with though was the uh, tanks, but no tanks. The DPS match, or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, the Pacific team rolled out all their tanks. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, and, they, and they went against DPS main, so that was kind of a hmm. Yeah, I, but again, it was it was for good fun. I know I was talking about yeah. it being for the kids. In fact, we sort of talked about it, it's for the kids because we're old and we can say it's for the kids. <laughs> but uh, it, you know, okay, there were good times to be had. That said. 
I didn't watch a whole lot of the actual all-star game itself. I can't speak to it outside of the fact that what I did see the Atlantic took it to the Pacific, which I get that some of it is the fact that, you know, you don't have the, the best of the best of the best and there's relative popularity yeah. contest for the, this, uh, good portion of the team. But we also saw players play, you know, off roll. Yeah, how do you prepare to a game like this, right? You get a bunch of players who don't really play with each other. I'm sure Pajon didn't really brief them on like set strategies. It's just like, okay, go out and have fun. Uh, I don't know. It was pretty interesting to see, definitely. I think the Pacific is more stacked, but maybe that's why um, the Atlantic felt uh, like they should take this a bit more seriously because... Uh, a lot of people like look down on their uh, division, so they they said like, yeah, let's let's take it seriously and win. At least we'll win this fight. And I mean, when you see the teams kind of go dive, you see a lot, all, all the talent on each team. When you see uh, Haxal on Genji and Sinatra on 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 Tracer, it's it's pretty pretty nuts. <laughs> so it, it was fun. But yeah, like you said, it's it's an all star. We definitely see the same. I don't know if it's an issue, but we see the same in, in traditional sports as well. I like the banter around uh, the game itself. Uh, when we saw, have you seen that interview with uh, Bumper? Uh, I believe it was Carpe and Jonak. I did not see it. Oh, it was it was hilarious. So Danny asks uh, Bumper, like, Bumper, you are still an undefeated team. But having lost to the Shock uh, in the finals, did it uh, hurt your morale in some ways? Well, how will you prepare to the next stage? And Bumper's like giggling to himself, like, no, it didn't really affect us in any way. But we did. We were pretty stoked about beating NYXL. And Jonak's like, oh, <laughs> you can see him. He, he laughed, but it definitely was fun to see that interaction. Hmm. Well, okay. You know, you brought up a good point. The sort of traditional sports all-star games. Often that type of banter is what people tune in to watch. I mean, we watch the skills, but it's the... The players, you know, it's having a good time chatting with each other, you know, for lack of a better description, taking the piss. Um, Those of you who don't know the term, um, essentially joking around with each other. Yeah. The, um, what's one thing you would change about the all-star game format? If there was anything, what would be one thing you... I think a lot of what's said about uh, the players that were selected, but we we did saw the, the the coaches flip around the rosters a lot. But in my opinion, um, while there is a, it is a fan, it is a, an event that's done for the fans. So the fans can select maybe um, the reserves, while the analysts or the, the players themselves can select the starters that would be more reflective of. Um, the, the talent in the league maybe also incentivize the players a bit to um try hard in that tournament i don't know maybe add a cash prize or something like that also in traditional sports a lot of players get incentives through their contracts well if you make mm-hmm. for example the all league team or the all team defense something like that all you uh reach the all-star um, um you will get a bonus in your contract and and teams should feel obliged to do that because this is a business and and your stars are really what what drives your revenue it'll bring more viewers or bring more uh, merchandise so uh for sure even if it's not really even if it does not really mean more wins right but there's this entire business aspect of of how uh big stars can get in the overwatch league like for example the right he wasn't 
the best player, but he definitely brought the most uh, viewers. So I think teams should really look into that uh, in, in how they in- incentivize players to try hard, both in getting to the All-Stars and, and participating, maybe, I don't know, trying harder to win. Yeah, and I, I can speak about the NHL's All-Star game. Like, you make money from the league simply by being chosen to the roster. And the way the All-Star game for the NHL works, they have a series of skills competitions, and I don't know if there's money to be had there, but when yeah. they actually play the All-Star game, it's like a bunch of mini-games. So there are two divisions in each conference, West and East, so then there's two divisions each. The two divisions play each other, and then uh, the Best in the West, Best and East play each other, and the winner takes home some cash. Similar to how, like, the stage playoffs work in Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. Um but there, there is a financial benefit if your team happens to win. Now, that doesn't make the game, you know, real competitive. It's still three-on-three three pond hockey, and, you know, players are having a good time. But it does provide that little extra where I think you start to see players take it a little more seriously than they had in previous years where it was just, you know, let's have a, a good time and do silly stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, also, yeah. No, I just wanted to say it also brings some more uh, exposure to the brand for the players themselves. I mean, two years ago, before Overwatch League started, nobody knew who Jonak was. And now he's like the most well-known player in the Overwatch League currently. So uh, a lot of players can get exposed and like proper uh, positive exposure to to their uh, brand or name, and this can affect later their streaming uh, income and, and whatnot. Uh, and definitely fans always lag like a year or two, even in traditional sports. You'd see a player becoming super popular uh, maybe one year after he really had a great season or appeared in the, in, in, in the All-Star, kind of like Pine was voted in despite uh, playing at all this season. And maybe next year we'll see uh, more players voted in due to the fan vote or the additional exposure that they had. Fair enough. So it is still a long break. We're not going to see the uh, Overwatch League resume action until the first week of June. In fact, the Titans don't play until the 8th of June. So what have they been doing? Well, from what we understand and some of what we shared in the last uh, episode, a few of the Titans have gone back to Korea. They're uh, decompressing. But what we do know is that they will be coming to Vancouver. And that's because the team's announced that the players will be doing a meet and greet on June 1st at the Sports Bar at Rogers Arena, which again is that all ages uh, uh, location at Rogers Arena. Uh, tickets, uh, 10 bucks gets you in the door. Uh, $75 gets you VIP access, an early autograph signing, a uh, Titans travel kit, uh, a shirt. Uh, There might be other stuff happening. You can sign up for the free tickets, but the free tickets are not called general admission. They're called standby, which leads me to believe that there may not be as big of a, or there may not be a limit on those $10 tickets. So if you want to guarantee that you get in the door, you'll have to drop $10 in fees. Interesting that every time that there's a new sort of event or meetup, that they change sort of the, the financial, you know, commitment that people have to make. I kind of wonder if they're still sort of playing with the idea. Like we think back to the reveal, extremely successful team was there. Then they go and they introduce this like super expensive $150 VIP thing. And it's like, Oh, that's a bit much. Yeah. Right. Like, so there's been all these sort of different levels. And I, I kind of wonder if they're just trying to find the sweet spot. I think with the players being here, 
there was probably an ability to have a higher price point and maybe a more comprehensive VIP package. Uh, and maybe they don't realize that the players themselves will be a draw on its own. I don't know. That said, um, Ani, you going to be there? Oh, for sure. I think it's going to be a packed place. Definitely. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I believe Michael will be there. I think, uh, <laughs> definitely. Rala will be there. Do you think Sam will be there? Uh, it's a game time decision. That's how he calls it, right? Yes. If Sam, if Sam is actually at this event, I'll be surprised. If anyone has noted, <laughs> Sam does not go to events that I attend. Read into that as you may. It's the same person. <laughs> yeah, but we but we like totally change our appearance. I, I suddenly turn into this, you know, Asian guy named Sam, and he turns into this big white dude named Chris. A master of disguise. Yeah. Um, as far as the event is concerned, uh, looks like there'll be a short Q and a, uh, there'll be an autograph signing. I've had questions from people like, Oh, are we, if we get in, are we guaranteed to get an autograph? I actually don't know. Um, the VIP early autograph signing is like 15 minutes according to the, the agenda they have. It's really, uh, really tight time. I can't imagine that that'll be only VIP. Maybe that's just the VIP is getting the lineup first and then the rest mm-hmm. of us, I uh, get to, uh, line up after the hope is that you'll be able to maybe even ask questions of the team. You'll notice on social that we've been sort of asking us like, what questions would you ask uh, here at Reset Phone? We're doing everything in our power to try to funnel some of those questions uh, their way. And our hope is that we'll be able to get some of them answered for you. So if you haven't already let us know either on Twitter at ready, set phone or by email feedback at readysetphone.com, what question you would want us to ask, do let us know. We'll try to ask every single one we can. Now, that said, uh, Ani, I'm going to put you on the spot once again. If there was one question you wanted to ask the Titans or any individual Titan, what would that question be? Are we going like serious questions? Because I have a one that's more Wait, serious, professional-like. You, among- one, one professional question and one maybe not as serious, maybe for a fun question. Uh, well, the, the serious question that I'd like to ask them, uh, there was a lot of criticism about how Blizzard has handled, uh, tier two, uh, the path to pro that some players or like, uh, people in the scene labeled path to poverty mm-hmm. <laughs> and runaway or the Titans. Now they did have that, uh, those rough times. And I would like to, to hear them, uh, how, Obviously, they think that that risk that they took without not, not signing individually in season one, uh, they probably figure it's, it was a great risk and now it has paid off. But what would they uh, like say to their friends over at Runaway's current roster? Should they wait out until it gets signed as a whole unit or maybe they should just jump at the first uh, offer that they might get in Overwatch League? Like, Where's that limit? How do you know? When's the time to leave to the Overwatch League, and when is it? When is it not? So that that will be an interesting uh, approach. What what sort of advice they can provide to the next generation of pros? Really, um, yeah, that's a serious question. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can pronounce it in Korean. I will probably need a translator. <laughs> yeah, what, you you don't trust Google Translate? Um, well, it's definitely better than trying to like use another like dictionary or something like that i i can i can do that if that's the last resort well i i I still worry that sam when he drops his korean 
is like swearing at people because we see a distinct draw <laughs> in like listeners and downloads when Sam starts speaking Korean. So I, I want actually curious what exactly Sam says. Um, fun question. What's your fun question? I would just challenge a uh, bumper to a one v one Hanzo match. Oh. Well, it's not really a question, but like, uh, I guess I could form it as a question bumper. Will you accept a challenge one v one match? That's kind of a question. What if he says no, though? Well, then I'm already a winner oh, by I default. <laughs> I, I kind of find it hard that bumper will uh, refuse, though. See, my my question, which is both serious and fun. <laughs> Top Gun, best movie of all time. What? Sorry. Top Gun, best movie of all time. Oh, <laughs> mm. do you actually, do you think, do you think any of the Titans have actually seen Top Gun? Top Gun? Oh, I doubt it. You know, there is, you know, there's going to be a Top Gun too. And for those of you who don't know what Top Gun is, you can watch really? Top Gun. Like, it can't be action movie, all about planes. It's like, it, in the era, there was Top Gun, there was Iron Eagle. Um, there's one more. Um, Die Hard is a pretty good one. Well, okay, Die Hard, Die Hard is in that sort of era, but it's not like the yeah, the, a bit more Air Force mm-hmm. thing. Like they, they, there seems to be a trend in how movies all sort of follow each other. Anywho, yeah, serious and fun. Top Gun, best movie of all time. Um, <laughs> moving right along, uh, World Cup endorsements are live now. We have seen both Harsha and Pajon ask for endorsements. Harsha wanting to be endorsed to. Uh, take hold of team USA and Pajon take hold of team Korea. I find it interesting that it's difficult to see who's asking for endorsements. Like if there is a centralized location to find this type of information, I've yet to find it. Maybe it's on, you know, Cal and Reddit, or um, if I want to actually work hard and search for it, I'm sure I could find it. But uh, have you, have you noticed anyone else you know, asking for endorsement so far? Because there's only two I've actually seen. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird how they address this. Like people would just out of the blue post a post on Reddit and like, oh, I do this and that. Please endorse me for, uh, you know, the World Cup uh, general manager position or the coach position. I don't know. Maybe Blizzard should put in some more con- control in that. I saw Stylosa's name come up. Um, I think Jane is uh has recommended uh another uh guy to coach uh, team canada in his stead while he i think and, and put it up his name for for the general management position this time Should yeah it's kind of weird i'm not sure like what type of obviously the general manager has some responsibilities there and the coaches but the process is kind of weird to me um I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that we are still getting the World Cup, but I'm happy about it. Definitely. I keep asking the question. You keep skipping over it. Should we submit Sam's name? Have we not done it yet? No, I, I we haven't. I actually was. I was supposed to already do that. If I dropped the ball, was I supposed to have already submitted Sam's name as coach for Team Canada? As the coach. Are they going to play on console there? <laughs> just saying i mean they could connect like an xbox controller oh that could be a nice event for the all-star next year imagine yeah. forcing the pros to play on controllers you know okay people who say ah oh, console you know it's got aim assist it's it's for plebs put your hands onto a controller and try to play that game like i i, I was talking to a friend of mine how he's like well you have it on both you know in your ps4 as well as your pc why don't you play it on your ps4 
Like it's the controller. I can't get accustomed to what buttons do what. Whereas on PC, Q is Q. Like there's there's no no way around that. If you play like Ryan, maybe you can get accustomed to it pretty quickly. But like I, I saw some like highlights from players playing like Widow in top 500 on PS4. It's like, what the hell is going on? Uh, it's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I'd never do that. It sounds uh, like really counterintuitive, especially when, when I played like PC for all of my life. So, uh, yeah, well, maybe we should ask uh, Sam about this a bit. Well, the difficulty is that you, you like I can't. I'd have to sign in as as Sam because it requires <laughs> you to log in to apply. Like I could apply as Lightforce. Well, he did ask you to boost him up a bit. That's what I should do. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply as coach. Right. I'll be responsible for leading the player tryout process <laughs> coaching um, for Team Canada because obviously I'm Canadian. Uh, my favorite hero. That's Reinhardt. Okay. My favorite Overwatch map my favorite map Eichenwald no I'm not as big on Eichenwald um King's Row it's a good Ryan map uh, sure King's Row and uh, what trait do you value most in an Overwatch teammate my choices are work ethic talent persistence style positive attitude leadership or mechanical skill just have all of them okay easy (laughs) to be honest because I'm I all I have is work ethic I have no talent Let's see. Okay. So why won't it let me review? Okay. Oh, I guess select coach. There we go. Review. So should I, should I submit by applying to become a committee member, you acknowledge that you will be subject to rules and limitations of the program. Program rules will be provided in full at a future date and time. These rules are mandatory for all participants and must be read and agreed to all by all 2019 world cup committee candidates. Those entertainment may revoke or void your application and committee management at any time. I'm going to, yeah, this, this is turning into Wait, one of the greatest there we episodes. Go. There we go. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that out after this podcast is recorded. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, vote. man. I, you know, ima- ima- imagine if if I had if I got like a handful of votes just for the the heck of it, um, and it was enough to like cause some form of thing. Oh well, whatever. I should have read the rules too. Who knows? Maybe I've sold my soul. Ah, nobody reads it. <clears throat> That's true. Okay, moving along. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is the Titans released a new Titan Tales video. This one is about Repel. It wasn't about like. I have the Titan or, um, you know, here's our pool table. It was repel and repel only. I actually really enjoyed this video because yeah. it showed us. Thank, thank God. We actually yeah. got some quality content. Yeah. Like, you know, what did we learn about repel? Well, we learned that, um, he looks up to twilight. Like, you know, who's your favorite player? Twilight. Uh, whose shoes do you shine? Twilight. Who- who's your yeah, rival and all that. Yeah. Twilight. Like, I actually, I mean, outside of that, I mean, that, that, that seemed kind of interesting that I get that, you know, some of them, Twilight, 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 okay, fine, but it seemed a lot of Twilight. He has a point uh, though, because he, he was asked like, who in your opinion is the best, like your rival? He said, well, the best player is uh Twilight. So uh, yeah, that's him. I think he's the best uh, Zen in the league. Oh, by the way, did you know that Jonak uh, also named Twilight as the rookie of the year in his opinion? I, I, I saw that. 
Yeah, and he had a bunch of like good rookies on his team too. Like Nene should be pissed about that, but props to Jonak for having a good eye for talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned some other things too, like Fitz and Bumper are the funniest. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we also learned that the pool is still green. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of worried about the Titans team house pool. Man, that that L.A. water. And he also said like he likes the water, uh, the, the air in Her L.A. So fresh in L.A. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to get like a, an oxygen overdose when he comes to Vancouver for a while. So, yeah, And it's good thing they're coming sort of early June because if they were to come in like July or August, um, like was it last year? There was a f- like a few days where we had the worst air quality in the world due yeah. to the, uh, the forest fires. So, right. Yeah, I wouldn't be saying about uh, they like the air if they were to come at that point. But yeah, you're right. I would not have put LA at top for air quality. I've only been there, you know, once, and maybe that was a very small sample size, but it was definitely smoggy. Yeah, well, they're, they're living like away from the downtown area, like on the hills, so I guess it's better there. But it's cool. It looks like they have already set up the graphics for the select screen for the uh, person, so they're gonna have like a whole series of all the players they have and they started maybe from the well if, if you don't count Hureg, Rappel is probably the least known uh player on the titans so uh they're gonna kind of fall up with the rest of them i think least known subbed in the most yeah <laughs> poor guy he, he talked about how he still in his like he remembers at nights when he goes to sleep that the point where he oh, just fell off the map Rialto, yeah yeah <laughs> that was harsh we're going to take a short break uh, to allow me to tweet out my endorsement link and we'll jump <laughs> into the fray. You know, I I don't know if we should talk about All-Star Week in general. Things happened. Was there anything else we wanted to add before we actually sort of move on into the content of the fray here? I don't know. The jerseys weren't as bad as we made them out to be. Like- yellow was gross. <laughs> yeah. Bumper wears uh, 2XL, by the way. Really? Yeah, you could totally tell their sizes when they were interviewed. So oh. people were like uh, 2XL PogChamp in the chat. And I wear like everywhere <laughs> XL. Um, but yeah, things happen. All-star week players get a break. They're enjoying life as we know it. As far as life as we know it, probably the most, uh, probably popular magazine subscription, at least in North America is time and high magazine identified, in fact, named Gaguri as one of the next generation leaders. So they had a, an article on, um, uh, women in, in general and, and they identified Gregory as a next generation leader in esports, uh, specifically, obviously, Overwatch League. I, I think that that's so appropriate considering the conversation the three of us had in the last yeah. episode. Like, it was great to see her get that level of recognition. And I hope that that motivates others uh, to possibly, you know, stand up to be recognized, to be identified. That doesn't necessarily mean it makes it for an easier path. There are a lot of unfortunate impediments in the way, but I really enjoyed reading your article. 
And then thank you, actually, Omni, for sharing that in, in Discord for others to sure. read. I think that's basically undeniable proof that the editor of the Time magazine listens to our podcast because we were just talking about how, how great it is to have Giguri and what a, what a great example she sets in a maybe a, a really a hostile environment towards uh, female participants. And uh, she's like definitely an outlier. And hopefully with that exposure that comes from a magazine like Time in the future, uh, it won't be as big of an outlier like it is now so props yeah and i again like if you haven't read the the article um it's linked in our discord um but it's on you know the time website it, you can read it it's it's not gated um but it goes in to talk a little bit about you know how she you know got to where she is today um talks a little bit about you know her her journey in in the realm of overwatch you know and for those that don't know early on when she was identified as a good player there were many who accused her of cheating this is a perfect example of why it's so hard right imagine being that good grinding 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 and finally once you do get kind of an exposure then you are bombarded with like accusations that if she wasn't not a girl then probably nobody would do that and and like Maybe somebody who's not as tough as Giguri at the time would have just said, well, screw this. Why, why am I actually putting all my effort and time and my soul into this game where I will not ever be recognized? But again, an amazing journey. And yeah, it's a, it's a great, great point to make that even to get to that point, you still have all those hurdles and and all the naysayers and haters. I think it was actually Zephyr. He was still playing it at a different name at the time, but it was Zephyr who kind of called her out and, and, uh, yeah, was very abrasive, should we say it, like in a very gentle uh, manner. Abrasive is probably the professional way to put it. The, <laughs> the one thing, though, that, uh, you know, we do need to clear up is that the that Blizzard, uh, they investigated it thoroughly and they found there was no issue with her gameplay, that she was simply good at what she did. And, you know, we've now seen not only does she play for the Shanghai Dragon, she's one of the, the survivors of season one Shanghai. Um, she is helping the dragons play well. You can tell that like the emotion on her face is so it's, it's kind of like watching bumper play. Like we're so accustomed, <laughs> like bumper smiling and having a good time. Well, you can also see how genuine Kaguri is. And she knows that being, you know, the only, you know, female player in, in the overwatch league that not only are there people that look at her, that they look at her as a role model and that she says in the article that she's trying a lot harder to inspire others to get where she is today which is phenomenal. And I know she listens to our podcast. The entire league does. Definitely. Um, You know, two thumbs up from me here. And I bet you get as many thumbs up from everyone else within the, uh, the site as well. Moves were made. So let's start off with Toronto. So we learned today that the Toronto defiant have signed both gods and Sharik from their uh, Academy roster. The uh, was it Montreal rebellion rebellion. Thank you. It was no, wait, show. it was, no, it was uh, actually, I think, may, uh, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, sorry. You know, I get some things wrong, but it was much from Montreal. Anyhow, they signed God's off tank, <laughs> Shariq main tank, which, um, you know, okay, depth players, maybe 9, 10, that's not too clear, but what is interesting is this is now going to result in a mixed roster. Prior yeah. to the addition of God's and Shariq, it was an all-Korean roster. Now, from a comms perspective, there's questions like oh my goodness how will they communicate from what we understand uh many of the players do speak english or english well enough to play the game 
Uh, and you also have uh, I, I'm 37. Yeah, that I'm 37. It could be a, a link as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do gods and Sharik get in to season three, or is this just more the defiant trying to fill out the roster and possibly uh, free up some space in Montreal? Because sort of on top of this, we saw that both the Mayhem Academy and the Paris Academy teams were disbanded, um, having had some extremely poor seasons. So there are there are players to be had, like Mangachu has already tweeted out that he's looking for a team, Mangachu being a Canadian. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be neat that a Canadian gets to play on a Canadian team as an academy player for another Canadian team? Uh, that would be pretty nice. We can uh, pick up Mangachu and, and Crimzo. <laughs> Why not? Now, I guess we would you say we pick up? You're not inferring Vancouver. That's exactly what I'm inferring. <laughs> okay, you actually think Vancouver could could go and pick up? Yeah, uh, well, uh, I don't think I don't think it'll I don't think it'll happen ever. But if you asked me like a week ago if if Toronto is going to sign uh, two inter- like English speaking players who are not Korean, that that would be a total surprise for me. So. I'm not really sure. I mean, from from what I gather from Discord, they might actually play even this season, stage three. But well, who knows? Who knows? I, it's it's definitely one of the biggest surprises. Uh, looking at it, you know. And I, as a segue, I do find it interesting that we still don't have word on Vancouver uh, having an over an academy team. Now, there's talk that they might have something local, um, similar to how sort of Toronto has the Montreal Rebellion. Now, that's not quite on logo. I mean. Toronto to Montreal is about a two hour train ride, whatever. Like it's not like if Vancouver had a team and let's say Victoria, that might work. But I I do find it interesting that we don't have really any rumor or discussion of an, of an Academy team quite yet. And in my mind, they would need that before they start going to sort of sign more. Like that's just my thought. Again, it's not like I'm a professional. I'm simply a guy who wants to be endorsed as team Canada coach. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Titans had a backlog for a while for stuff that they need to uh, finish up ad- administration-wise, I guess. So um, that's probably one of those things that they need to take care of. And like we heard uh, from different whispers, uh, they are looking into that. Yeah. The, uh, the note that I added, actually, this is kind of funny. Um, anyone ever have a pine-scented air freshener? in their car maybe your parents had one you know one of those little tree air fresheners hanging from the rear view mirror tied to an air vent well you can get your very own pine scented air freshener it's just not going to smell like a pine tree it's going to smell like pine (laughs) did you see this yeah, I saw that. It's quite brilliant. It is. You know, I actually, when I when I saw that, it was like, wow, it's kind of funny. Now, it, it's not like you can go and get one, buy one. It's There's 500 that have been made. You have to throw your name into a, essentially a, a contest, and, you know, the winners will, will receive a pine-scented air freshener. And the presuming the picture that they have on the website, uh, it looks like pine. Like, it's not a tree. It's pine. Like, how did they get pine's scent? What does pine smell like? Do I even really care? Uh, let's just uh, keep it a mystery. Yeah. Uh, but that leads me to ask, and we did this on uh, on Twitter earlier today. At what point are we going to get bumper bumper stickers? At what point do we get slime slime? Ooh, I like. See, you know, there's so many different marketing <laughs> opportunities to be had here with the Titans. 
you know, <laughs> slime, slime. You're right. Um, I, you know, what? I, I simply want to create a sticker that just says bumper on it. I think we should do that at RSP. We should create stickers that just say bumper. Yeah, that, yeah, to, I, I would put it on my car if I had one. So it can be, but a I don't car, <laughs> bike, your MacBook, you know, all sorts of places. Presuming you have a MacBook or a laptop. I shouldn't, I, I should not presume such things. I'm sure that's on their list after they get an Academy team is get those uh, bumper stickers out of the way. I need a bumper bumper sticker. What else has been happening uh, since our last episode? Oh yeah, that's right. The overwatch anniversary event is live. Uh, I had a chance to play a few matches earlier today when I logged into arcade boy, was I intrigued that I was getting two free loot boxes. So long as I won the two different gun games or as they call them gauntlet mode. So the first one is your traditional uh, gun game, get a kill, get the next sub, uh, subsequent hero. You cycle through all sorts of heroes. And eventually to win, you need to hammer kill as a Torb. Yeah, these are great, great, great new uh, modes that we had. I couldn't win the gun game. I tried three times, but I did get to win uh, the other one that was the mirror uh, free-for-all match where mirror? everybody in the... Yeah, when they everybody in the server transforms to the uh, to like the same character, so I was able to win that first try. By the way, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. And that's just the start. From I think the the Blizzard video that they put out about the workshop is definitely a great introduction to to anybody of you who are not really familiar with the potential of what that crazy uh, tool that Blizzard just released. Uh, to the community so you can just have a look at it you can have like a farah flappy bird or or like a side scrolling match uh design in overwatch so i was watching uh, axel play like doom fist i don't know like parcheesi or something like that <laughs> yeah so the options are limitless now so it's, it's super exciting but uh just to sort of talk quickly about the mirror the mirror um gauntlet or gun game um i think it was mirror free for all is what they call it but it's yeah like, it's like a minute and a half everyone's the same hero at the minute and a half mark it then changes i think it cycles through what three heroes and it's completely at random like you join a game you might start off as farah but you'll join another game and you'll start off as like right. zen yeah and why that one frustrated me is that people would leave the moment they got heroes they didn't want to play uh well i got in my playthrough that i want i got really lucky i got like three my three of my mains so well and that and that's the frustrating part for me it's not so much that people would be getting their mains it's arcade i go into arcade to play i don't leave matches if i leave a match because i got dc because my you know computer crapped out or my internet crapped out it's so frustrating that was cycling through map after map after map now to get the loot crate you need to finish in the top four Mm -hmm. and at one point i should have won but the game ended because too many people left drove me nuts. Um, as far as the actual gun game though, oh man, every time I would get like Hanzo and then widow, it's like, what the hell <laughs> widow? I could maybe third party and, and get a free kill. But like as Hanzo, oh man, I get my alt so many times. And that's the way that it works is you get your, once you get your alt, it's essentially giving you the opportunity to get your free kill so that you can change heroes. But third party mm. Is rampant. Like you get into a firefight and someone, you know, they bloody well sneeze, they get the kill, they go and you're there with low health and then they kill you again and then they go up one more and meanwhile you're still stuck on Hanzo. That's part of the fun though. Yeah. I, I don't know. When, whenever it's Hanzo, uh, it's killing time for uh, me. I'm, I'm, 
I'm a happy man. May seems like OP in this mode because all you have to do is just run, freeze someone, ice pick them. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, both of those uh, two modes have the workshop symbol because they actually came from workshop games that were designed in workshop, which is also live. Are you working and shopping? I'm just shopping. I'm not really don't have the time or investment to learn the systems. I, I, I totally trust the community to come up with a much wackier and smoother ideas for me to enjoy. I definitely think that Blizzard needs to kind of rearrange that arcade screen. They always uh, cycle uh, through like, I think four, five events. There's not enough space there. They just got to make those smaller and, and, and let other uh, modes just pop up there. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Cause there's five tiles in arcade. Mr. Here. Yeah always there um and then there's a you know different modes that change daily week well it's and like the bread and butter of arcade right so you can't like lose mystery oh heroes. mystery heroes is my jam in fact i was actually <laughs> here at ready set phone we should have like a mystery heroes monday event or something like that yeah which can definitely get like a few people and have a go at it yeah and six then, stack and then you'll see what happens when you know light force gets uh hanzo i play like bumper um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'll dive into the workshop. I, you know, remember sort of the only real workshop mode that I sort of played in, uh, as opposed to played on, was uh, StarCraft. When I was trying mm-hmm. to, like, you know, create some you know crazy modes, but didn't really do so well modding. There was also a couple notes in the patch that pushed out uh, the anniversary event. Baptiste's Immortality Field and Wrecking Ball Mines will now move on moving platforms. So for those of you who are like, well, what does that mean? Let's say you're on uh, Volskaya, you know, the little moving platform when you're going into attack point B, if you happen to drop a mine from Wrecking Ball or Hammond on that moving platform, the mine will move with it. Um, I don't know why people would be dropping mines on moving platforms. Maybe there's some crazy strat, but the immortality field does make sense to me because I could totally see why someone would pop that to, to push through. And I'm not just only identifying Volskaya's the only map with them. I just, it's the one that that uh, yeah, the Baptiste one. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely a buff because it will just reinforce uh, pirate ship for sure. Because mm-hmm. if you place it on the payload uh, behind that uh, Orissa shield, and yeah, it'll just move along with it. So uh, the, the the biggest weakness of that immortality field is that it's uh, it's just static. It just floats around there. It's easy to pick pick up. But if it's moving, even if it's kind of slow, it's still uh, like a, a buff. Especially if you go to lower helo, where uh, even uh, even a stationary uh, target is quite hard to hit. Mm-hmm. Now it moves, so <laughs> it's even more viable now. Well, that's all we've got for this episode. You'll notice it's quite a bit shorter than the last few episodes. That's simply because there isn't a whole lot to be talking about right now. Not a whole lot of Titans news going down. Not a whole lot of Overwatch news going down. Uh, but uh, before we wrap things up, just a friendly reminder. If you leave us a review on iTunes, that review will be read verbatim. I will read it word or word and you'll get your showcase, your five minutes of fame, your ability to make me say things I would otherwise not say. So please drop us some reviews. It's been a while. I, I kind of get lonely or, you know, if you don't want to drop a review on iTunes, cause you're like, dude, I don't use iOS devices. I'm on like an Android or I use some other platform. That's cool too. You know, shoot us uh, an email feedback at ready If you give us a review 
so to speak, through there. Um, we'll read that too. If you tell me don't read this, okay, then I won't. You know, if you, you tell me, hey, Chris, this is just between you and me, I'll be like, yeah, no problem, man. I like your love letters. It's all good. If you say, hey, don't tell Sam this, I won't tell Sam. I don't like him anyway. I mean, that's why he's not here all the time. <laughs> There's some bad blood here. You know? But uh, Omni, any final words of wisdom for our uh, millions and millions of uh, listeners, not the 10 I alluded to earlier? No, it's the break now, so I didn't really think of anything uh, wise to say. Oh, man. return for the episodes where we act, have actual games, I definitely uh, have some wisdom then. Mean something episodes, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I see. See, every episode means something to me, man. Every single one. <laughs> uh, for us, um, we have some uh, irons in the fire. Uh, we're hoping, fingers crossed, to have some pretty cool content for you exclusively here on ASAP Pone uh, early in June. Uh, we've got uh, some other things that we're trying to work out. And again, we want to be that premier source for everything that you need to know about the Vancouver Titans. We know we are, but we need to continue to back that claim up. So we're doing everything we can. Now, that said, if there is something you'd like to know, let us know. If we can answer questions for you, Send us those questions on Twitter. We're at Ready Set Pwn on Twitter. Facebook, facebook.com slash Ready Set Pwn, where you can hang out with me, Sam, Omni, and Omni's mom. And drop <laughs> us an email, that email address again, if you haven't heard it a million times. Feedback at readysetpwn.com. Heck, did you know that Ready Set Pwn is on LinkedIn? Damn straight it is. We're on LinkedIn because we're professional. Actually, Omni, I got business cards. It's a serious business for sure. Yeah, I got business cards. I'm looking at them right now. They're like rounded corners. They've got the RSP logo on them. Oh, my God. It even has a watermark. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I'm I'm sure like one person out there uh, knows what I'm talking about or referencing here. Oh, really? Oh, man. So I missed it. Is it over my head? Uh, Yeah. Okay, you'll have to explain to me it off the air. So I don't want to ruin the surprise for someone who got to this part of the episode. Like, what, what, what Google it, Google it. It's a great scene. Okay. Speaking of Googling things, I, I'm a little apprehensive because someone asked me uh, once uh, to Google something and what was seen cannot be unseen. So No, no, no. It's nothing like that. <laughs> Definitely uh, G-rated. At least, at least the scene itself is G-rated. Not the movie, but the scene itself is pretty safe. Okay. Okay. Then I, I trust you. I trust you. Don't make me not trust you. <laughs> but on uh, behalf of the Missing in Action, Sam at another Sam Chan, Omni at Omni Strife, and myself, Chris at Lightforce, we're going to wrap this one up with two words. Catchphrase. Thank you.